Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about daily rhythms. Daily rhythms, just our, our normal daily rhythms, make such a big impact on our life. And today in our communion meditation, we're going to be doing this a little bit differently. Normally, we do a lot of repetition, going through the same things over and over again. But I feel like today God's having me introduce a little bit of variety in what we do. Just to keep things fresh, just to introduce a little bit of variety in what we're doing. We're going to go through a lot of the same fundamentals that we normally go through, but we're going to do them a little differently. So I want to start with a story. So as you guys have probably heard me talk about, when I first got started with God, I had no spiritual life whatsoever. I was doing life on my own without him, doing things my own way, but life wasn't going the way that I wanted to go. And I came across this challenge to start reading one chapter from the book of Proverbs every day. And that one challenge just totally began to change my life, began the start of a relationship with God. And then about after a year of doing those Proverbs every day, just reading one proverb every day, that was all I was doing. I, I just came across this guy who was 113 years old. And at the time I was running my personal training business, I was seeking after truth and how our bodies really work. This guy was 113 years old and he said he'd never been sick a day in his life. And that all of his secrets were in the Bible. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to totally immerse myself in this book. I'm going to figure out what he's talking about here. And I just began to totally immerse myself in the Bible. And my daily rhythms began to completely change. And through the course of reading those Proverbs, I came across that verse that says that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. And it all came out of a relationship with God and all came out of daily rhythms that I began to implement. Looking back at it 10 years later. Now, I'm going to share my normal daily rhythms. I feel like God's saying, you know, the Apostle Paul says over and over in the New Testament, says a couple of times. He says, as I follow the example of Christ, follow me. I'm going to show you what I'm doing to, to follow the example of Christ. Now, did I get it all right all the time? No. God's constantly having me make adjustments into my daily rhythms of things that I'm doing, teaching me new things. So I'm just going to simply share what a normal day for me looks like, the normal daily rhythms that I have. Now, I was trying to get some slides up and ready, but I was kind of pressed on time to get them up and ready in time. So I'm going to go through my normal daily rhythms. So. First thing in the morning, and you'll see where a lot of our fundamentals come from. First thing in the morning, one of the biggest things God has taught me is that the first thing out of our mouth sets the tone for the whole day. The first thing out of our mouth sets the tone for the whole day. And so God has taught me the first words to speak right when I wake up in the morning, let there be light. The very first words out of my mouth, right when I wake up in the morning, let there be light. And I began to train myself to do this. And it's amazing how just that simple little thing brings a different energy into the day. And then I wake up, I usually get, get into the shower to kind of get the day started. That's actually where I pray a lot of times. I know it might sound weird, but I'll pray in the shower. And I start by praising God. And one of the first things or the things I've learned to do recently is praising God for who he is, praising him for all that he's done in our life. And so I start with the names of God. You know, the names of God. He is, I am. He's an ever-present help in time of need. He's a great king. He's the all-sufficient one. He's the God of all grace. He's more than enough. He's our healer. He's our provider. He's our righteousness. He's the one who sanctifies us. 
He's the righteous judge of all the earth, of all the earth. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. He's an all-consuming fire. He's faithful and true and just. He's love. He's full of compassion and mercy. And I just spend some time praising him for who he is. And then I start going through what he's done for us. He created the heavens and the earth. He sent us his one and only son. He poured the cup of his wrath onto the body of Jesus. He resurrected him from the dead and seated him in heavenly places at his right hand. And he raised us up with him. And he put that same spirit and power that raised him up from the dead. And he seated us with him in heavenly places together with him, made us one with him. He gave us his Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us into all truth. And then I started going into what he's done for me personally in my life. Just some of the things that he's done for me personally. And I spend a couple minutes. It doesn't take long. You just heard me go through a lot of it right there. Just praising him and that confidence in him just begins to grow for who he is and all that he's capable of and all that he's done in our life. And then after that, I go through our normal prayer. The prayer that we pray every day on our daily communion meditations, I pray that prayer over myself and my family. It usually starts this way. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I pray for myself, all my family, all those, all those friends, all those connected to us and all of our church and governmental leaders. I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us, to make your face shine upon us and let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace, your love and your goodness, and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. I ask you to send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. I ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So I go through that prayer and then I come downstairs and I start with my Bible reading. I start with one proverb every day. I've kept up that habit. I took that Proverbs challenge, started in 2012, I believe, and I've not missed a day since 2012 started. So what is that? 10 years. Every day. One proverb every day. So today is, what is it? Today is July 17th as I'm recording this. So today I read Proverbs chapter 17. Tomorrow I'll read Proverbs 18. Once the month starts over, I'll start back again. So I'll read my proverb. 
And then I'll read usually two to four pages of the Bible. I read it just like a book, wherever my bookmark is, I'll read two to four pages. And then after, after that, I always make sure to read some of the New Testament. So I actually have my own handwritten copy of the New Testament from the book of Romans to the book of Revelation, all the epistles and those types of things. And so I will read one page out of my handwritten copy and I read it out loud. One of the greatest ways I needed to work on my communication skills a lot. And one of the greatest ways God has taught me to not only increase our faith, but to work on our communication skills is to read out loud from his word every day. So I'll read one page out loud from my handwritten copy. Now, in the Old Testament, God told the kings, whenever a king took the throne of Israel, he was to handwrite his own copy of the law. And he was to read out loud from it every day. It said it would teach him to fear God and teach him to honor and to um, do good for his people. So it's something I've started doing every day. So after that happens, then I'll start making breakfast, making breakfast for our family. Uh, a lot of times we have healthier versions of pancakes, like whole wheat pancakes that we'll make. And while I'm cooking breakfast, I'm usually listening to something. I might listen to our daily communion meditation for that day. I might listen to another sermon that somebody else is preaching just to get some new ideas and, and concepts. But I'm usually listening. As I go throughout the day, I'm looking for opportunities. Can I be listening? I'm driving in the car, I'm doing work around the house, I'm cooking, I'm doing things. Can I be listening? There's something I can be listening to that's building my faith in the background while I'm doing other things. And then I get started with the day. We talk a lot about what do you know to do today? Before I go to bed, I make my plan for the day and I list out, what do I know to do today? And then it's just about walking at that plan, executing that plan and doing it together with God. Just relying and trusting on him trusting in him. And I pay attention to those symptoms. Pay attention to my positioning. Do I feel like all the weight and pressures on me? Am I behaving in a way that's not good? Am I feeling the weight and pressure? If so, I make quick adjustments to get back in position. I walk to walk in forgiveness, get back into love, be listening and tuned into God. And then in the middle of the day, usually after lunchtime, I take a little break. I usually do my daily communion workout for the day. Just a time, 20 to 30 minutes, usually of just connecting with God through physical exercise. And then after the workout is over, I usually go for a walk with God. Might be 10 minutes up to 30 minutes. Just going for a walk with God through our neighborhood. Just walking, praying, just connecting with him. Something so powerful, but just walking in him, staying in rhythm with him every day. And then in the evening. I usually start, I'll do some scribing of the Bible. We talked about I have my handwritten copy. I'll usually do a few minutes of scribing. Some days it might be one sentence. Other days it might be a couple paragraphs. And I'll just work on scribing through the Bible. And something I've been working on just recently with my scribing is my handwriting was not the best. It was kind of messy. And so I've been working on writing it and writing it beautifully. Just taking my time, writing it beautifully. And then whatever I wrote in my scribing, I will read it out loud. There's something powerful about not only God's word coming into you, but it coming back out of you through your hand and writing, through your words as you speak it. And so I'll spend a few minutes scribing the Bible. And then before bed, I usually spend a few minutes praising God, just like I did in the morning. The same exact sequence I did in the morning. Something powerful about that repetition. Praising God for his name, for who he is, for all that he's done. It doesn't take long. Because in the Old Testament, the way David set up the temple to operate, and our bodies are God's temple now. 
is that the Levites and priests, every morning and every evening, they would stand praising God. So I've made a, made a conscious effort to do that for just a couple minutes, every morning, every evening, just praising him. And it's amazing what that praise does. It begins that magnification process where it helps all those good things that God put in us flow through us. And also what I found is it helps you keep some of the breakthroughs and the things that God has brought into your life. It helps you keep them. And then before bed, I'll do some stretching of my body. Lately, I'm trying to work on the splits in each direction. So I'll work on just stretching my body for a few minutes before bed. It's one of the best times to stretch. And then before bed, I journal. I used to struggle with journaling, but I started journaling before bed as a way to connect with God before going to bed. And it turned into something that I truly enjoy. And so I start my journal at the very top. I start with those filters that we talk about to help me stay in rhythm with God, to keep things top of mind. I start with the big picture vision. For me personally, that's Abundant Life training centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then underneath that, the word that I feel like God gave me for this year of 2022, which is the year of the beautiful land, just to keep it top of mind, keep me moving in that direction. And then I bring it down to a monthly level. Usually I have a reminder of our message for this month, which this month it's confidence through praise. Confidence through praise, through praising him consistently, our, our confidence begins to grow in him. And then underneath that, we have whatever our weekly, yearly cycle update is of where we are in this time of the year. This week, it's God's favor is on you. Just a reminder, God's favor is on you. It surrounds you like a shield that's on you for a lifetime. And just reminding myself of that every day this week. And then I like to start that journal with gratitude and praise to get in position. And the biggest thing I like to start with every night is, Father, thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light. It's one of the most powerful things he's taught me. And I like to start my journal with that every night. It's one of the first things we open up with in our daily prayer as well. And then I like to magnify. What went well today? What are all the ways that I saw God showing up today? Because the more we look for them, the more we're going to see. And then I like to ask this question, God, what were you trying to show me today? And just get still and reflect back over the day. Whatever comes into my mind, just begin to write those things down. So many of these daily communion meditations just come from the journaling. Staying plugged in, staying connected to him, Bible writing, listening, reading his word, walking with him, and then getting it all captured in a journal before the day ends. And then the last thing I like to do is to plan out my upcoming day with God. I've learned to stick with. What do I know to do? Because I got myself in some, into things I wasn't supposed to be doing sometimes. Toiling away, trying to figure it all out, trying to force things to happen ahead of schedule. On the other side, sometimes I was procrastinating on things that I knew to do. What do I know to do today? And that becomes that plan for the day. And remember, in the Jewish culture, a day starts in the evening. So we get our bodies stretched, we start praising him, we get our journaling in. And then I like to finish with just reading one psalm before I go to bed. And we get those things and then we wake up and we just get that day started again. And so that's my typical daily rhythm. Why am I sharing this with you? I think, I think what God's been prompting me to say is, you know, I've just been endeavoring to follow after the example of Christ. Begin to totally immerse myself in his word. You know, I had this example when I first got started with God. We had a pastor that was living next door to me. 
And he had known me before I was walking with God in any way, shape, or form. And he saw me about two years later after putting these rhythms into place. So a lot of these rhythms, I've been doing these for years. He saw me about two years later after doing this, and I was a totally different person. He's a pastor. His dad's been a pastor. He said, I have never seen anybody grow so fast. What did you do? I've never seen anybody grow so fast. And it came from these daily rhythms. So why am I sharing this with you? Well, number one, I feel like God was prompting me to, because it's not something I normally want to put out there. Here's my, door, my normal rhythms and this kind of things. But I've just been endeavoring to follow the example of Christ. And if it helps you in any way to implement some daily rhythms into your life, that's what it's for. So we're going to take communion here. Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help. If there's anything in our daily rhythms you want us to adjust or improve or tweak or whatever it may be, to follow that example of Christ in a better way. We're asking for your help. We're asking that you would show us what those are. And that you would help us to get these daily rhythms established and grow strong in them. So that we are consistent in this. Consistently connected to you in rhythm, in step with you every day. It's a great way to live. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Just take a moment to remember, God sent us his one and only son to die for our sins. Jesus is willing to come and humble himself even unto death on a cross. And God poured the cup of his wrath onto the body of Jesus. He was crushed and destroyed by God. But then he's raised back to life. He's victorious over death. And that same victorious power now lives on the inside of us. He raised Jesus up and seated him in heavenly places at God's right hand. He makes us new creations and he seats us in heavenly places with him. Makes us one with him. Makes us right and holy and perfect in God's sight. All through his one sacrifice. Father, we thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. So I'm just thinking about this. I think the goal is that these become automatic. They become habit. Just something that's built in as part of your day, as part of what you do, as part of who you are. So after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light. Into the kingdom of Jesus. His blood cleanses us and makes us clean. Gives us this. New covenant, this blood-sworn oath that God is with us and for us. He's working for our good. So, Father, we thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice.
All right. So I hope this has been helpful for you today. Look at those daily rhythms. Start seeking after God. Is there some area in your daily rhythm where you can make some adjustments? Is it something you just need to grow stronger in to get those habits established in your life and relying on him to help with those areas? But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.